0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show on another Happy Monday. Every week, I wonder what am I going to share with you guys this week because I have so much, but yet when it comes to talking to you, I want to be able to express something that I have a good understanding about in a way that you can also gain an understanding about it. As I do this, people have asked me, Della, how do you know these things? That's a very good question. I have studied a lot. I read. I watch YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. I meditate a lot. I gain a lot of understanding myself. But a lot of my information has come from other people, other sources. And I love to list and give credit to those people. People like Vishen Lakhiani and Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks. The list could go on and on, Marissa Peer, and and on and on and on. But there's one person, one teacher that I've had that I want to talk to you about today. This teacher has opened my mind and my life to new opportunities and experiences in a way that I could not have predicted would have happened. But that's been the fun of my life, especially these last few years, is taking steps, knowing that there's something really, really juicy down that path, not knowing what it is, but knowing it's going to be juicy. So going down that path and then finding these beautiful, amazing, wonderful life moments all along the way. Well, let me start a long time ago. About 30 years ago, I went to a slumber party, and it was actually a slumber party for little girls, like four, five, six years old, It was my best friend's older sister who was running the slumber party. It was her daughter and her friends. One of the things that my friend's sister did was she hypnotized these kids. And it was very fun. It was playful. She didn't do anything weird. She just kind of had them like hold up their right hand or hold up their left hand. And it was kind of funny, just really little silly things. But I had been interested in hypnosis before that. And my friend's sister taught me how to hypnotize people. So I was left alone at the age of 12 or 13 with the ability to put someone in a trance. And the only way I knew how to use that was at slumber parties with my friends. And that's what I did. And it was kind of fun to hypnotize my friends and then give them post-hypnotic suggestions and then have them come back to me the next day and tell me things or or do things that I had told them to do under hypnosis. It was kind of funny. And as a kid, it really we really were just playing with a... A state of alpha brain level, which at the time I did not understand the brain states. Now I do. A few years ago, when I found Mind Valley and through Vishen Lakhiani, I found this lady called Marissa Peer. And she's a British lady, and she talked a lot about hypnosis. She's a fabulous hypnotist therapist coach, and she's helped people through some amazing things with her hypnotic styles. Her biggest message that I love so much is you are enough. The number one problem facing most people alive today is the belief that they're not enough. And that's a false belief. It's a lie. And she helps people learn to incorporate the belief, really truly incorporate it, that they are enough. And I loved Marissa Peer for that. And that got me all excited about hypnosis again. And I looked at Marissa Peer's course because she teaches a course doing what she does. And it looked really, really interesting. And it's an excellent course, but it didn't feel right to me. So I kind of kept looking and I found another guy named David Snyder. And David Snyder taught me some phenomenal things. He's got about a million YouTube videos and they're all of him teaching classes on different things. And he's a very, very smart guy. And he taught a lot of things. And I specifically learned some of the energy healing that I use from David Snyder. He also taught a hypnosis class and I looked into it. And I didn't feel like it was the right thing for me. So I kept looking, and I had set the intention out that I was looking for the hypnosis course that was the right one for me. Well, there's a thing about how the universe works that when you ask, it answers. And one day, actually for several days, I was watching YouTube and I kept seeing suggested videos of this old lady. She looked like a a grandma. And I couldn't understand what she was doing there considering the types of videos that I was watching that that didn't seem to fit. But one day, I didn't click off of that video and the suggested video just played. And it was this amazing woman. She was about 80 80 to 84 in most of the videos that I was watching. Her name was Dolores Cannon. And I became enthralled with Dolores and with her work. Dolores started doing hypnosis when she was about 40 years old. Her husband was a Navy man. He'd served in Vietnam. And then back on the base, he was doing hypnosis with some of the other people that lived on the base, helping with things like nervous eating and stuff like that. And Dolores would just help him. And they had several kids. He got in an accident. They moved to Arkansas. There's a long story. One of the times that they were doing hypnosis together... One of the girls that they were working on, they were working with her on nervous eating, and it turned out that she was a somnambulist, which means that she went into a very deep trance very, very easily. And not only did she go into a deep trance, but she started talking as though she was a different person. And she started telling stories about her childhood growing up on this farm and marrying a man that she didn't like or even love and leaving him to go be with a mobster in Chicago. And it turned out that this was kind of taking place in the 1920s, this whole story. And it and it all came out through multiple hypnosis sessions. The story of this woman's life, where she had grown up on this farm, then run away to be with this mobster from Chicago and had lived as his mistress outside of Chicago for the rest of her life. And was even buried in the family cemetery, which her husband or her her boyfriend's wife was not very happy about, but she told this whole story in hypnosis about things that this woman had never seen. She had never visited these places in Chicago. She didn't know how things worked in the mob in the 1920s in Chicago, and yet she was telling stories about this. And it became clear to Dolores and to her husband who was helping her, or she was helping him at the time, that this was clearly a past life that this woman was talking about. Dolores recorded all these sessions and wrote them down into a book called Five Lives Remembered, because they took that woman and went back into other past lives that she had also lived. And this created a fascination for Dolores. Her husband eventually kind of got bored of it and lost interest, but Dolores continued doing hypnosis. And and especially when she got to the point where I'm kind of at in my life, where her kids had grown up and were moving on and she had more time on her hands. She was looking for something to do. She picked up the hypnosis and ran with it. Dolores did hypnosis for 45 years and she only passed away a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, she passed away before I found her and her type of hypnosis. In all of the years that she did hypnosis, she learned some tricks and she learned how to take someone back to a past life, just as she had with that first client, but she also learned That when she had someone deep in hypnosis, if they were in kind of the right state, that they could, she could help them to connect to their higher self, what she calls either the subconscious or the higher self. I personally think of the subconscious as being a a little bit different, kind of a part of the the brain. I think of the higher self as a lot of what we talked about last week when we talked about deep intuition that's with you and follows you and guides you through your entire life. What Dolores does is she gets, we have access to that all the time, waking, sleeping, whatever. We always have access to it. The problem is we don't know it or we don't believe in it or we don't trust ourselves to let it in and to believe the things that we hear from it. So with Dolores' hypnosis, she could get people into trance and help them get their resistance to that intuition, to that higher self guidance out of the way. And that way their higher self could speak directly to them through them. And so people would come to Dolores with a list of questions and she would put them in hypnosis, bring their higher self forward, ask their higher self all of their own questions, and in hypnosis, the clients would respond and answer all of their own questions in their own voice, but with the knowledge and higher knowing of their higher selves. That was fascinating to me. And as I learned about it, first of all, of course, I was skeptical. Just like I hope you guys are of me and the things that I teach you. I don't want you to believe anything just because I say it. I encourage you to look up Dolores Cannon. Study her work. That first book that she wrote, Five Lives Remembered, she couldn't find a publisher for it. So she just held on to it. She held on to that manuscript. Dolores ended up writing over 20 additional books. I think that the next one was called In Between Death and Life. She has five very, very thick books in the Convoluted Universe series. She even, one time while she had someone in deep, deep hypnosis, this girl again was a somnambulist, so she went very deep. But when I say that, it's not necessary to go that deep to be a somnambulist in order to access the higher self. But this girl was a somnambulist, went very deep, and was reliving a past life, or telling Dolores about a past life that she had when she was a scribe who was studying under Nostradamus in France a few hundred years ago. Well, through this person, she was able to do multiple sessions and go back and actually have conversations with Nostradamus. And that might sound a little bit crazy. However, the proof is in the pudding because Dolores spent a couple of years working on this and she was able to record all of these conversations and then write them down and publish them in a book called Conversations with Nostradamus. In this book, she goes through Nostradamus's prophecies, his quatrains, the things that he wrote a few hundred years ago and he had to write them cryptically so that the Inquisition wouldn't realize what he was talking about, or they would have burned him at the stake. So Dolores asked him for clarification about all of his predictions, and he was able to explain to her what his predictions are, and all of those conversations are in the book, Conversations with Nostradamus. Again, the proof is in the pudding. If you are interested by this, but skeptical and you're not really sure because I wasn't. When I first heard this, I was like, I'm not sure about that. But the more I learned, the more I studied, the more it made sense. And it made sense to me so much that I knew that that was something that I needed to pursue. So I followed Dolores Cannon through her course where she teaches the same hypnosis that she used for 45 years, It's called QHHT, or Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. Here's another really, really beautiful thing about doing this. We already know that hypnotists can work with clients and help them by going deep into their brain, right? Because your brain and your beliefs are what truly create the reality around you. So if you can go into the deep, deep part of your brain through a heavy hypnotic, Nautic state, trance state, things like that, you can go in and rewire the brain, which is why she started out doing things like nervous eating and helping people to eat less or eat healthier. And it turned into something entirely different. But because we have access to the brain in that state, the clients who come for a QHHT session can actually say, I have these health problems. And then in the session, we can go in and first ask their higher self why they have these health problems, because health problems tend to be a signal, a sign for us from our body, another way that that intuition and spirit guides and directs us. So if if we have a hurt, pain, injury, something, it's usually a signal telling us that there's something that we need to be doing different in order to live our fullest lives. In fact, Dolores' daughter, Julia, who I have met, and she is a lovely, wonderful, amazing person, wrote a book called Soul Speak, The Language of Your Body, that kind of even defines and outlines if you're having this problem, it probably means something related to this. If you're having a problem, for example, if you have arthritis or pains in your hands, it's very likely a sign that you're trying to hold on to something too tightly, that perhaps you need to stop controlling or forgive or just let go. That's one example. And our bodies are very fascinating in the way that they tell us things very, very literally. Like with your hands, if your hands are hurting, it's because you're holding on too tight and you got to let go. The rest of your body is very much the same. People who have problems with their bowel and bladder often need to eliminate something from their life. And bowel and bladder is all about your body's elimination methods, right? I had a client last week in QHHT who was having a bladder problem and her higher self was able to tell her, you need to eliminate some of these things in your life and gave her some specifics on what those things were. I'm not going to share any more than that with you because that is her business. And I respect her confidentiality. So, quantum healing hypnosis technique, when you can go in and tell the brain what we want it to believe, the power of the brain is enormous. It's phenomenal. The power of the brain can heal, especially because if your body has come up with some kind of issue that it's trying to give you as a signal, as a sign, as a warning or a lesson. Once you get that signal sign warning or lesson, once you understand what it means, you no longer have a need to have that discomfort in your body anymore. Once you've gotten the lesson message, etc., the signal in your body, the pain or discomfort that was telling you that message is no longer necessary and it can go away. Many things in the body can be healed through the power of the higher self during hypnosis. I've seen and experienced some pretty amazing, phenomenal, beautiful things during hypnosis sessions. And all of these things are things that I only know or have had the opportunity to see and do because I have learned and studied quantum healing hypnosis technique. It's something I've talked about a little bit on the show. It's something I've mentioned. I started studying it about a year ago. And then in November, I went to Hawaii to take the official Level 2 course. Took Level 1 online, Level 2 in person in Hawaii. There's actually a really great video that has me in it on the QHHT website talking about the Level 2 training. So if you're interested in in getting the training, check out that video because I'm in it. And because if you're interested in doing something like that and it's something that you're truly passionate about, you should really, really follow that. Quantum healing hypnosis technique is absolutely phenomenal because it's so unique every time. Every time I perform a session for a client, first, let me tell you what that looks like. If someone calls me and books a session, I book out five hours of my day for them. This is not a one hour long process. I'm not going to bring you in, wave a shiny object in front of your face and snap my fingers at you. Also... I will never, ever, ever ask any of my clients to quack like a duck or balk like a chicken. That's stage hypnosis, which is a form of hypnosis, but it is not what I do. It's not what Dolores does. It's not quantum healing hypnosis technique. So if you've considered that, but you're worried that somebody might make you look funny, there's none of that whatsoever. In the five-hour session, I take about... Two hours, sometimes longer, to sit and talk with my client and we talk about what their life has been like, the conflicts that they've had in, in their life. Their childhood is always very important because we know that zero to seven time frame when we're on download mode and we get viruses downloaded into our brains very often by the people who love us the most. So we have to go back and talk about their childhood, which gives me the opportunity to pick up on some of the blocks and complications that they might be experiencing now based on some of the things that they tell me from their very early years. We talk about their life, the problems that they're having, and I always ask them to make up a list of five to about 20 questions of questions that they have about their life and what they would like answered and where they would like some guidance and direction on. So we go over their questions so I understand what it is that they're asking. And this pre-interview does take one and a half to two and a half hours in order for us to get the information that we need in order for me to fully facilitate their session as it should be. We take a bathroom break, which is very important for both them and me, them especially because their body is going to be entirely relaxed and we want their bladder bladder to be empty if we're going to do that. Then we start the hypnosis session In the session, we do the induction and the deepening and we are then able, we have the opportunity for the client to view a past life. Now, those of you who are like, "Uh, what if I don't believe in past lives? Cool. As much as I say, I don't expect you to believe anything that I tell you without your own personal experience. I absolutely respect what your beliefs are. If you disagree on a belief. If yours differs from what I believe, that's amazing. Isn't that so cool that we have looked at the world so deeply and interestingly and found these two different perspectives? Isn't that a beautiful thing? Can't we get together and share that and kind of gain a little bit of how somebody else sees the world too? So if a client comes to me and they don't believe in reincarnation or past life regression, awesome. No problem. I don't tell them where to go. When it comes time to view the past life, they just go into a scenario and they tell me what's happening. I don't tell them, go to this year, go to this time. I leave it entirely up to them and their inner guidance to go to wherever it is that is important for them to see. And while we're there, I guide them through it. I ask them questions about it. And using the things that I've learned from them in our pre-interview, I'm able to kind of find the right direction to follow through that to help them get what it is that they need out of that past life or memory. For those people who do not believe in past lives or reincarnation, instead of going to a past life at that point, my clients tend to go to a childhood memory. What we still find from these childhood memories is that there's information there that is valuable, that we can learn from. And there's a reason, and it's not just just accidental. This is something that I truly, truly, deeply believe. There's nothing about this that is coincidental. Wherever, Whatever memory the client drops into is the memory that they are supposed to be there for. Their inner guidance has brought them that memory because there's something there that is healing and beneficial for them. Once we've reviewed the what we need to from the past life, then we move on to speak to the higher self. And it is as we speak to the higher self that we're able to ask these questions. At this point, I always ask my clients to write their questions on paper so that I can hold them and look over them and read them as we go through. I then ask their higher self these questions and the client themselves answers because it is the client who is interpreting their own higher self-guidance. And that's one of the things that I love so much about quantum healing hypnosis technique is I'm not the one who's there to give my client the answers. I'm simply there to guide them along and help them find their own answers for themselves. And it truly is a beautiful process. It's something that I absolutely love doing. And it's something that, man, when we're talking about law of attraction, we talk about how you want to be happy, right? In order to really have the abundant and magical life that you want, you got to be happy. You can't wait for the mirror to smile in order for you to smile at it. You got to smile first, but as soon as you smile, that mirror will smile back at you. As you share things with the world that you love, you receive a reward of abundance and that abundance can come in joy and love and money, and health, and well-being, and all of the different ways that it can come. What I've found as I share QHHT with others, I learn so much. As I get to go follow them through lifetimes that they've lived and hear the direct guidance from their higher source coming through them and hearing the kinds of advice and guidance that they receive, it's immeasurably powerful for me and I gain so much understanding of how the universe works through doing that I also have the blessing of having these people come into my home where I share love with them and help them learn to love themselves and find guidance in their lives what could be better and i love doing it so much and as i do it because it's something that is a love sharing experience and opportunity and it's something that i love doing i receive the guidance and reward from it too and my life is also amazing if you are local to st george utah and you or you think you might be visiting sometime soon and you're interested in having a quantum healing hypnosis technique session with me You can email me at dellarena13 at yahoo.com. In the meantime, friends, I hope that you continue loving life, enjoying every day. And remember, I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself. Again, props to Dolores Cannon, who gave me the knowledge and opportunity to share this amazing thing with others. I love you. I'll see you next week.